afternoon slash morning slash evening, tentatively known as Questcasters. Perfect. I didn't. I just want the audience to know I didn't have to sync that in post. We were just that in tune. Yeah. I just decided to jump in at the end, but it's probably going to get muted. Hey, my boy Seth has struck with his favorite word. If this, right, last episode, we talked Rumbus. about if we could pick one game to play ever. This episode, we don't even have talked about it. We don't even have to talk about it because we already know what the one word Seth would choose to be only be able to say <laughs> is. Oops. Um, <laughs> it's the PP word. <laughs> oh, which bow? Uh, are we talking about bases again, guys? We th- oh, no. <laughs> are, are we talking about bases? I think uh, that's a screw off. It is. All right. Just so you he's, know. He's not. Yeah. He's, 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 <laughs> tell, he's telling me about my cream, my, my IBC cream soda. He's like, that's a screw off cap. No, real men use bottle openers, so even if it can j- screw off. Just so you know, what our conversation about bases has made has left me with more questions than answers. So <laughs> I'm probably going to talk to you at some point and just out of the blue. <laughs> it could be at like 12 o'clock in the morning. You, you don't know. About, oh gosh. <laughs> so if I eat a pizza roll. <laughs> What what's that mean? That means you're gay. Oh man. Knees. Whoa. I like way too high. Apparently I'm using my, it as a footrest. Yeah, I am now a footrest. Ooh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you're gone. Dang it's, it's getting rowdy I, I, yeah, up I'm in sorry, here. I'm sorry, I moved. I'm like, see, well, okay. I sit in a sitting position all day, so I'm kind of just trying to get my legs stretched out. I get like. Here, let me put my feet under your feet, and you can use me as a thing. No. You want me to go over you? I did. I I get Whoa. claustrophobic. I genuinely don't like that. All right, guys. We found out uh, Seth is a top, and that <laughs> CJ's a bottom, based uh, on comfort you're, level. You're submissive and braidable. <laughs> there we go. Day one, we said that this podcast was about. We we're going to talk about being submissive and braidable. We brought it back, y'all. Okay. CJ and Seth are very submissive and braidable. Oh my goodness. I'm seeing things I never thought possible in a restaurant booth before, ladies and gentlemen. You're you're here live. You just wait till I'm married. Just wait till we can afford a video camera, cause this show is gonna be wild. So okay. welcome back, guys. I've so, got ideas now. Are you that all that getting cut out? No, man. Uh, most of that's staying in. Okay. So so I was talking to my little brother about this the other day, and he oh. goes, he goes. CJ, you're the most submissive and breedable person I know. That's cute. And I'm like, thanks. And he goes, no, it's a compliment. I'm like, no, it does. It's not a. It's, that's not a compliment. He goes, I'm like, all right, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I thought it was. I don't know. So, do we have a topic for this episode? Well, we kind of delved into it a little bit last show, but we I can have, actually I focus on um, the show. We brought up shows. Mm. Oh, all right. Yeah. Now. Um, I don't know. I've been on a huge anime kick lately. I've kind of run out of... Well, all right. So I only started an anime kick because I basically ran out of non-anime to watch. And I was very, like, reserved about trying anime because, you know... We're we're at this weird time where it's starting to become a social, more socially acceptable than it ever has been before. Because it used to always be like only the weird kids, the weeaboos, the kids at school that you don't talk to, and now it's like everybody's watching it. So, I, I'm telling you, all the all the nerds and weirdos are now becoming the the pros. It is D and D has like totally taken off. Yeah, 
I was like, I didn't know what D and D was, and like, I knew it wasn't evil, but it's like, you know, you have the stereotype where Dungeon like, mom doesn't want you playing D and D because it's of the devil. It's the devil. It's the devil. You, if you play D and D, you've sold your soul. I thought it was the dorkiest and nerdiest thing in the world, and it is, but it is like in yeah. a good way. Like, so I have found myself getting excited when I see comic book slash board game stores and stuff. I'm like. I used to be like, ooh, ooh. oh, that's where all the weird people Guys. go. And now I'm the weird people going there yeah. and excited about it. When people are listening to this, it'll be late. But there is a store in Fort Wayne in the Glenbrook Mall oh, it's called going Think out of business. Geek yeah. That is going out of business, which means everything Wait, is what? 75% where? off uh, Fort Wayne. Mm. Think this Geek. weekend in the is mall. the last one. In yeah. the mall. This is close on Saturday. Weekend. Saturday's the last day. <laughs> I'm going. Right. Cool, we're getting the entire D&D party to oh, go. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's what, we're just going to have to go. Yeah, huh? let's go. Dude, we're going Friday. Let's go. I don't know when Kara's coming over. That'll but be the last day. She can come over. We're going Friday. All right, Friday. And then Saturday, we can paint our minis. I don't care if we have to go Wednesday. I will go Wednesday. <laughs> we're getting miniatures. For I like get off work G at what? I hope there's some left. Unless you're going, I will just show me what's there. I don't think there was there minis. I don't, I don't remember seeing go, much of any minis. Oh. See, I don't play D and D. Well, or, you should, or collect Funko Pops, and that's about it. I don't. Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> collecting There's Funko board games and Marvel stuff there. Funko no, Pops just, are really boring because you're you opposed can't do to anything. Funko Pops, and I, I understand very why. Anti Funko but like, Pop. I like functional things. Legos. I am Bionicles. totally cool with figurines. I am very anti Funko Pop because they don't even look like what they represent. I have one because somebody gave it to me for graduation, and it's Chewy with goggles. So that's nice. pretty cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I think I've seen one Funko Pop where I'm like, okay, I would buy that. Yeah. You can I, buy them for a dollar on clearance at Walmart all the time. Lol. I we're going to we're going to that store. It's Friday's the last day. I think so. Damn it. Yeah. All right. I need to go and get what oh. Oh, yeah, so, how much money do I have to spend? How much money do I want to spend? I'm getting some fun miniatures. Hopefully there's some left. I don't know if there's any minis to begin with. No. I don't remember seeing minis. Yeah. Sure. All right. Well, anyways. It's like board games and Sorry, stuff. Sorry, I exploded. I so, but they also have that uh, board game store there. They've got a lot of places we can check out that will have stuff. I know. but And yeah. Bar Barnes & Noble sells minis. I saw that the other oh, day. Do. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, so back to uh, movies and shows. Yeah. Um, yeah, I basically ran out of American and English cinema, and I originally got into cinema. Russian cinema. Ooh, okay. And that's how I got used to reading subs. So the transition from watching Russian cinema to watching anime was very easy because I was already used to reading all the subs. But let me tell you, Russian cinema is almost as good as American cinema, like Hollywood grade. It's just, just in Russian. In Russian. So I got to see some cool different points of view of World Placeba. War II. Oh, that was actually really cool. I highly, highly, yes. highly recommend watching Ballad of the Bomber. It's like Band of Brothers, but Russians and okay, slightly so different. I watched. Okay, so I, I, I like every other Midwestern teenage to twenties year old guy. Uh, I've watched every World War II documentary ever produced. Yep. Yo. I, yep. I've watched. I was watching the other day because I have a my VPN on, so I can watch Netflix from different countries. Yeah, I was watching German, uh, vid like German documentaries on World War Two. Yeah, those are interesting. Oh yeah, because they like basically you want to think we vilify the Nazis. They were villains in themselves. I'm not saying right, that right, they were. Right. You want to think we vilify the Nazis? Imagine a German vilifying the Nazis living in post-war Germany. They're like. And Hitler rolls out of hell. He <laughs> 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 cut off his pointy horns and made himself God. Wow. <laughs> if you want to watch a fun documentary, 
Well, they it's did. It's called uh, "Look Who's Back," and they—I think they removed it from Netflix. But it was like an indie documentary. But it was like a documentary on a social experiment on if Hitler came back in modern day, like a second time, what would happen? So like, half, oh. like a quarter of the movie is satire, and it's like. Hitler shot himself at the bunker, but when he shot himself, he didn't die. He got like transported to modern times, <laughs> and he's just walking. And it's this dude dressed up as Hitler going around Germany, like asking people to join his army and like stuff, and like just inciting things. But it was amazing how many people, unironically, were like. There was one scene where they go in this these people's houses and they're talking. He's like, "Goes if I was if I came back from the dead, would would you join my army?" And help me take back over the world. And he's like, turn off the cameras. <laughs> and like they all like it got really awkward. And like the camera people like pointed the cameras at the ground and pretended to turn them off, but kept rolling. And you can hear him in the background saying, If it was really you, yes. <laughs> or like they went to a German soccer game and like they were like they had a, there was a bunch of German soccer fans there. Yeah. And this guy came out with a leather jacket and it was like F Germany and blah blah blah, like paint, you know, painted all over his leather jacket. And the soccer guys like saw it, and they got really, really mad all of a sudden. And Hitler's like, "Kill him, <laughs> kill him, beat him up, kill him!" And these guys, they they went over and they just started beating the snot out of him. And like, it wasn't like this was the part that wasn't staged. And it's like there's, it was a very interesting movie, but it's a very, very, very far left propaganda. So are you talking like quite like uh, what's it called? It was on Amazon. Shoot. The movie, it's a movie. The guy comes from like Karakistan and comes to America and is a reporter. Anyway. I don't know what you're talking it's, it's, about. It's satire. But anyway, I digress. You just cut that whole section out right there because I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> um, so it's very interesting. I love sociology. Mm -hmm. It's a very fun topic. The study of people. People will just be like, oh, you're a kind of off kilter charismatic leader let me join your cult <laughs> yeah you seem like you're a lot of fun yeah exactly we get to shoot people and not get in trouble <laughs> Woo! Who, do i get to start with who do i get to pick my first yeah. guy <laughs> that's basically what i feel like happened they were like who can we hate now <laughs> yeah we run out of can't say that <laughs> <laughs> We've run out of these kind of people. Now to the next. Who is next? Yeah. The Polish, we got them. All right, Ooh. now we're, we really can't go any further outward, so we're probably going to start looking inward. <laughs> oh, you are very tall. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I think my, uh, my favorite show I think I've ever seen would be Fringe. Very good, good show. show. It's like uh, The X-Files, but better. That's my opinion on it. I I have not tried. What are you doing? This man found a cat in the basement. Why? Is that a cat? What you, it's like a demonic looking cat. It's a weird 1970s plastic thing with a cat on it. Okay, that's getting thrown away. I'm taking Oh, there's Whoa, a there's big old spider. <laughs> okay. Oh, the arachnophobic up uh, in the crib. Uh... You want to smash it with your hand? No. All right, so it's just a spider on the table. Just go upstairs and get a paper towel or something. No, don't squish it with that. No. No, stop. Just trap it and go upstairs and get a paper towel. You. 
All right, crisis averted, everybody. The spider is dead, and we're alive again. <laughs> we are rolling. Oh, Why did you bring that over here? Because I'm... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, he brings over this weird plastic cat thing, and all of a sudden a spider jumps out of it. Seth is a huge arachnophobe, and the thing's just uh, going... Like, I'm going to go put it on my wallet. Home. CJ didn't want to squish I'm it. I'm stealing this. I don't care. Sure, okay, take it. Sweet. Anyway, I hope uh, spiders infest your home. Favorite movie? <laughs> My favorite TV show? Favorite movie, show, whatever. Favorite, favorite cinema. Favorite TV show. Okay. Psych. Psych is very good. Psych is very good. Except for seasons 4.5 through 7. <laughs> it gets weird. Yeah, I don't know. I really loved Psych. Psych will always be one of my like top two comedy shows for, for me. Indeed. But it ran out of steam for a while. And then the very last season, they're like, all of a sudden, we're going to be really funny again, but yeah. not nearly as good as the first three seasons. But no. the first three seasons, amazing. Gold. They were fantastic. I think once they dove in too far into, like, relationships and stuff, it got... Well, that was about the timing. I didn't have a problem with the relationship stuff. It was you want to know why it, it got weird? It wasn't funny anymore. You know why it got weird? Why and I'll tell weird? you exactly why it got weird. Uh, so James Roday and Dool Hill started writing the show okay but the issue was was that they were periodically in real life periodically dating different members of the cast and crew wild and so you could tell when they were in a relationship because their writing got bad and then it got good again for a couple of weeks and then it got bad again and then james roday and maggie lawson the two the uh sean and juliet married each other in real life wild and then start of season four they started a three-year-long divorce Whack. which carried it out to set season seven and then season eight got good again because they were divorced <laughs> and both married different people that's nuts yeah the more you know that makes so much more sense yep how about you uh seth so my go-to movies if i really get my decision i like to watch hobbits i like to watch lord of the rings oh, but good. i mm. would I, I can watch the Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr. Those, those ones are really good. Ones. Those ones are really those good. Are, I wish they had another one. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> those are so good. We might get I need another to rewatch one. them now that I'm old enough to properly follow what's going on, I guess. Because I feel like trippy. when I watched them, I, didn't, I wasn't that intrigued by them, and I didn't follow it well enough. Whereas I think now I would probably pick up on en- enough of it to be more entertained by yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Uh, I used to like to watch The Blacklist. Yeah, that's but a good show. The thing is, it's it, it carries on so long, and it just keeps blue balling the uh, yeah. the audience that you just I'm done. Yeah, like if you don't give me information within like the first three seasons, I don't care anymore. Boy, a show that was really good then got weird. Person of interest. That Person was so, oh yeah, I, yeah. I watched Honestly, the first. I can't even tell you how many seasons, <laughs> and then I lost access to the station that aired it. Okay, so I loved the show for the first like two or three seasons. Yeah. And then season four, or season three or season four, start off, episode one starts off with a not straight sex scene, and the show just goes downhill from there. Oh, you know what? That makes sense, because that was right about the era where, like, almost all of, like, active shows and movies got in that really weird political era of, okay, we're allowed to put this on TV, and we're somewhat trying to desensitize people to it so we're just gonna shove it in there everywhere we can because i had that same problem with stargate i started watching stargate universe i think it was and which was the last of the stargate series 
same exact thing. They're like, oh, um, this really edgy thing that we used to not be able to put on TV is now allowed on TV. So we're just going to put it in a bunch of places that have nothing to do with the show. Yeah. And I think it was just like, they were just like every, it was like literally you got like five minutes of story and then it was like. The rest was politics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, and desensitization. The person of interest was so good, though, and they built, ramped it up real well. And they were like... And then, the, yeah, that last season... Yeah. The last two seasons... Well, that was just a weird episode, but I liked the concept of the episode were there because it was like yeah. the lady just was getting tortured, and so they're just forcing her to go through every scenario till they can go find, like, Finch and Mr. Reese... Yeah, and you're like, this is really good, interesting. That's not really needed, but this is really good. Yeah, I feel like the yeah. what is it, the mid two thousands that that happened? Yeah. yeah, was the dark ages of cinema. Yeah, I feel like there's not many good watchable shows came well, out then. It, it, honestly, every show still right now is still doing that. They're like just they're it's still in there. doing that. Yeah, but it's they've figured out how to incorporate story around it. Yeah. Whereas then it was just we're just doing this to do it. Mm-hmm. It had no and no character development. No character it's development. Like, no plot progression. Like if you knew, okay, and I and I say this coming from a 2021 perspective of things. Mm-hmm. Probably then when it came out, I wouldn't have said this because they've desensitized us so much. If you knew that a character was like that and could have some warning, you'd be like, okay, this is something that's going to happen. It's a good show, but... Yeah. But then it was just like, oh, this is a great show. You're watching it with your kids. I was probably 12 years old. Yeah. Watching it live with my parents. Yeah. And it was like, my mom was like... Yeah, we're done. We're yeah. done. <laughs> yep. Not yeah. uh Yeah, because like the, it, the... Right the last part of the season prior to and like Person of Interest was... They get into a fight, and then I think it. I think her name's Shaw kisses. Yeah. The, you're like, all right. That's okay. I didn't see. We're it. never gonna pick that back up, is what I'm. What you're assuming? Yeah. You're like, all right, she's gonna die. All right, cool, heroic death, whatever. You know, sure, they're they're lesbians, but fine. I mean that you know, heroic sacrifice, and then does something else. I'm like, ah, <laughs> that goes. You could have left it, but I'm like, I guess they are villains. I would keep my people alive too if I wanted yeah. to interrogate them. Yeah. You know what I think the most annoying plot twist like it's it's such a fallback crutch plot twist these days is the um they blue ball some characters mm-hmm. and all of a sudden like things are about to get resolved and then one of them's like i'm not like other boys or i'm not like other girls and you're like seriously again oh. every single time it's stranger like, things yeah stranger things wait, did wait, that wait, too wait, yeah huh yeah stranger things season three season three I've only watched the first season of Stranger Things. Oh, no. Oh, you're not missing out on what much. Happens? It gets worse every get, season. I don't know. What a, char- a character you don't know yet. There's a love interest between one of the ones you do know and one that you haven't met yet. And then all of a sudden you find out that one of them's gay. No, it's none of the main characters. Oh, okay. Okay, well, Which, I right. can just tell them. All right, so it's the the one kid that's essentially the jerk. The jock. The jo- jock yeah. for a little bit. The, his it, love interest. I love his story so far. Yeah. Let's because he's a, he starts off as like such a dick, and then he has like this slight redemption. Like he's hanging out with all the nerds, yeah. and then like the third season, it's he, him just being a decent dude. It's kind of like one of those situations. Where, like you leave high school and you realize, wow, I was an asshole to all these people for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> but like Stranger Things did it in a slightly less annoying way, but it was still like I would still put it in that category. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's just but so many. They ended movies it in a way that you're like, wait, is, 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 is she though? Because then she kind of was looking at him like, 
And we were like, wait, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is she starting? Are they wanting to be like, is she just by then? And like, they, she can swing either I really way? hope Stranger Things dies off because season one was good. Like, really good. Mm-hmm. Season two was just like, okay, you know, well, not as good as season one, but, you know, we're still here. And then season three was like, okay, we're going to remake season two, but worse with some minor differences. Like, same bad guy, almost the same exact things happen. It's literally the same thing, just the characters are older and more annoying now. Yeah. And then season four is just, okay, but now the Red Scare edition. <laughs> and it's like, okay. I haven't seen, I wanna, mm. I'm curious what four will be like. But mm-hmm. I know there's going to be a new lock and key, which lock and key was okay. What's kind that? Of, lock and key. I don't know if you watched that one. Is that a show? Yeah. Oh, no, I haven't. I've never it, heard of it. It is interesting. It's essentially, this one family has all these magical keys, and uh, they there's this one door that apparently summoned a demon into the world, and then they're hmm. they're they're competing against a demon. And but there's all this one house has all these keys that do different things if you put them in a certain way, yeah. or they don't go to they can go to like any lock or one can you it opens a a keyhole in the back of your head. So I just looked up. Stranger Things cast because I was trying to figure out who you guys were talking about. Uh, what the crap did they do? What do you mean? Just like I looked at season three spoilers. There's a lot there that just doesn't need to be there. Like like, everybody's in a relationship. They're like 12. Oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Who knew? Well, I mean. <clears throat> I mean, you could have guessed that from yeah. season one. But tell you stuff. what, you know who my least favorite character in Stranger Things is? What? Eleven. She is so annoying now that she knows how to talk and is confident. She's obnoxious wait, in wait. season two, or especially in season three. So she like becomes just a normal person with superpowers? Kind of. They, Hopper basically adopts her. Yeah. And then like she starts I can't remember if she ends up going to school or not. But like Yes. She's some degree. Yeah. And I don't know. It just she just turns into that character of like Oh, well, I'm a hormonal teenager now, so I'm going to be really freaking annoying. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's her entire character is, I'm just this obnoxious girl, and then at the last second, I'm going to scream and cry and get really mad, and that's my superpower. I, I, was there a mosquito? Yeah. Or a bug or something fly or I something. I heard land. something fly by me. I thought there was, was a gnat earlier. Yeah. So I, whatever it is, it's dead. A I, good gnat. I, I like it because... <laughs> I almost find enjoyment in that because the thing I always I, I'm glad that there's nothing in there. that would have just been all over me. Yeah. CJ's uh, playing with the cup and just so, yeet that Seth. Because one of my things is, I I always look at why would humans not have superpowers because we would be dicks. Yeah. You think about yeah. the amount of things. Like if somebody had telekinesis, you can't tell me that somebody wouldn't just give one random person a wedgie, or randomly yeah. just start stealing things because you could so easily. Yeah, I feel like not many shows really encapsulate what real people would do in that situation. But I've uh, the movie Zoom kind of touched yes, on that Zoom a little bit. Zoom was so good. I don't know Zoom is good. a very slept on movie. Oh, oh, oh! oh uh, Zoom is a knockoff of Shazam. It's exactly X-Men what it is combined. So, okay, but it's in a school. It's like sky it's high. It's kind of like sky high. <laughs> it's that same sense of humor, but with and uh, style. But it's like more focusing on making fun of DC Comics, I with, guess. With Tim Allen. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Fresh off a of tool time. I haven't seen it in so long. 
But yeah, fresh off a of home improvement, t- Tim Allen too. Not like, yeah. not like new Tim Allen. Like, right. oh, I did see a little bit of this. It's like some family that's kind of powerful, and then like some of them get not a family. They're a school. That sky high is like that. Yeah. Oh my goodness, what was it? Oh, okay, Another I really sh- like the scene oh, where uh, so it's the little girl who has the superhuman strength. But she's out trick or treating, and the bully's trying to steal her candy, and she's like armor, like fighting over, like tug of war over the tree. And she's like, you know what? Screw this kid! He just throws him in a tree, and he just gets stuck. And he's like, oh, let me down! Let me down! And it's like, yes, that is so. That's accurate. So a show I watched way too long, and they made way too many seasons of that actually did a good job of like showing what regular people would do with superpowers. Yeah, was Agents of Shield, and that's the one time I'll ever say Wild. anything good about Agents of Shield. <laughs> was there was a point in time where like a chunk of the population became mutants. Yeah. That and they were cool. like and there were like people that were just like scumbags that had superpowers. Yeah. And they were like robbing banks and stealing things and they were all trying to figure out how to control their powers and all this stuff and like the world yeah. was in chaos. And then they like killed all of them or whatever. <laughs> I didn't get that. Shipped him to space or something? Well, no, because I got as far as to where there was the hive. So, like, Grant, I think his name's Grant, comes back again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, like, the... I was dead, and now I'm not. <laughs> oh, when they, they were stuck in, like, the other dimension in space thing? Yeah, for a minute. And, but and, he, then, and he, then... He comes back, and then he's using some of the Inhumans to fight, and they kill him. And, but, and then when that one nerdy guy was a dick... Oh, the electrical dude? No, the guy, the main character, one of the main characters from uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. Fitz. Fitz. Fitz was a dick. Oh, because, yeah, there was an alternate reality version, too, that they did. But then they killed regular version Fitz, and they had to, like, regular version Fitz died, and then they had to, like, alternate dimension. No, alternate dimension Fitz died, and they yeah. kidnapped real Fitz and taught him how to be alternate dimension Fitz. And it was this whole thing. I don't know. I, I gave up because there was at one point weird. where they, they get captured or whatever, and they go into the future with the, the scroll. The Oh, yeah, yeah. It got I, weird. I watched it for the rest of that season, and then they did like three more, and I have no idea what happened. I, I gave so. up because it, it started to get kind of – it wasn't going any direction. There's like uh, there, there's a point at writing your ending of a story first yeah, and then just working towards that. Yeah. No point that kind of reminds me, you guys talking about the alternate dimensions. I mentioned Fringe, and I basically just was like, oh, yeah, Fringe is like X-Files, but what better? Um, I really loved Fringe. Fringe is one of those shows where it's like they knew where they were going with it, and from day one they were planning the end of the show, and it meshed so well because, like, the very first episode I noticed characters that aren't introduced until, like, season two or three mm-hmm. hiding in the background because that's what – they did but anyways um quick synopsis this crazy awesome like not crazy awesome this crazy smart scientist dude his son falls through the ice in a lake and he basically ends up dying he catches this rare disease and then dies mm-hmm. and uh right before he could find a cure but then he created like this window that he could he invented this window thing he could look into alternate dim- realities and he saw in this alternate reality, he saw himself working for on the cure for his son, and his son hadn't died yet in the reality. And uh, he was running tests, and he looked away, and he didn't notice that his test, or that his like sample had been partially successful. And by the time he looked back around, it basically showed that it failed, but he didn't notice that. So, but with that information, he was able to make the cure. 
So he goes to the alternate reality, kidnaps his son from that reality, and brings it back to our reality and cures him and raises him like it's his own direct son. Mm-hmm. But the other guy figures it out. So then he's trying to figure out how to get to our reality to get his son back. And because he broke the reality, that other reality is starting to fall apart because he messed up like the time space doobie yeah, jobbies. Yeah, yeah. A time space continuum. Yeah. So then it turns into like this uh, almost like a war where the only person in this reality that knows that that's possible is the guy who kidnapped the son, but everybody in the other reality knows about it because the whole world is suffering the effects, and they're just, like, preparing themselves to attack our reality because they're kind of, like, colliding, and only one of them's going to survive now. Oh. So he- <laughs> very, very well-done show. Wait, so he took one person, and it collapsed the other dimension? Well, it was because of the way he opened the wormhole or whatever you want to um, call it. And because of the direction of travel and time paradoxes or like not time paradoxes, but paradoxes and stuff. Yeah. So then it kind of caused a cave in and I forget what it was, but essentially our reality was somewhat more dominant than the other one. Like ours was suffering negative effects, but not yeah. nearly to the extent the other side was. So, okay. Does anybody over else like, consider the possibility of the alternate dimensions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. This totally fits in with my faith a lot of times because I always... Because God knows everything that you can do, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so in the mind of God... You have infinite possibilities of things you can go do. Yes? God knows every action you can take. Yeah. But you still have free will. We all know that. Mm-hmm. We know we have free will from Adam and Eve. We know God knows everything that we can do. So, God knows every alternate form you can take you are the one that decides which path this goes on so you deciding to we can go in this whole (laughs) you decide to go and take (laughs) this drink this or drink that if i drink that seth's gonna beat the crap out of me and then never drink out of his water bottle ever again i won't (laughs) (laughs) i will wash it um a choice was made here that is that is (laughs) was chosen (laughs) that is the way i've chosen to kind of i've Mm -hmm. i've come to understand it because there's got to if god knows everything you can do, but you have free will, then that means this is your one chance, but you have infinite possibilities of you mm-hmm. that do exist from uh, that are potential. So, But you, you don't wanna, believe that there's an alternate reality that's running parallel, though, I that don't. where you made a sev- where you made a slightly different cha- choice? No. Gotcha. Because that... That's what I thought you were leading into. I'm like, I was like, I was like okay, where is he going to go <laughs> with this? Like, how weird is this going to get? I was no. like... I was like I don't. I don't think that there's. I don't think there's an alternate. CJ just got us. this look in his eyes, like, "What did I do?" <laughs> uh oh. I see. There's, there's kinetic energy and potential energy. Yeah. We are the kinetic. Yeah, that I, I can back that. There, there are t- t- infinite amount of potentials. Yeah. It's just which one do we take? Yeah. There's ones where I've done a lot better than what I've done so far. <laughs> I guarantee it. There's mistakes I wouldn't have made. Yeah. Yeah. For real. I don't even remember where we were going with this. The train was on the tracks, and yeah. then it went off the track. Yeah, we are talking about alternate dimensions. Oh, yeah, alternate yeah. dimensions. What's another show that was good about alternate dimensions? I know I've seen, like, at least three, but I can only think of Fringe. Uh, oh, uh, Timeless was League. good. What is it? Timeless. Timeless. Oh. It ran for a season. Two. On, did it run? Oh, uh, it ran for a season, and then, like, like three episodes yeah. to, like, give you closure. Wait, Timeless or uh, Limitless? Timeless and Limitless was really Sorry, good, too. I, I love Limitless. Limitless was fantastic. Limitless was fantastic. So well written. Yeah. You know what was awful about time travel? The MCU. Yeah. Even Lo- All right, Loki was pretty good. 
but it was kind of jank at the same time. I never time. finished Loki. I watched like two episodes. Oh, really? I liked Wild. how... Oh, I, so you haven't really gotten into the meat of it. No. But. I liked time travel a little bit from the uh, from Endgame just because it was kind of simplistic, but also yeah. just flowed, I guess, in a way. Yeah. And that's how I've kind of based a little bit off of how Shane does D&D time magic because yeah. there's no real basis for a lot of stuff. It's kind of theory a buddy of mine who we talk about time related stuff not super often but often enough mm-hmm. but one thing we hate about cinema especially in time travel is like people try and justify things and like explain it but it's obvious that they have no idea how anything remotely close to that works because they just do it totally wrong. Yeah. And the MCU kind of fell in that trap to where they tried to explain things like they're like like the quantum realm. Like, yeah. Well, this slows down and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, that's not how that works. And you definitely don't have a genuine understanding of that. Like the best time travel movies just don't try and explain it. They're just like, this is how it works. We just do it because of... This machine, this flux capacitor. This is the flux capacitor. What's it do? It works. You know, like you know, just don't, don't overcomplicate it. Yeah, yeah. And then you don't have to cover it. But I think the most well done time travel, alternate dimension, whatever you want to call it, show I've ever seen. And I'm sorry to bring up an anime, but is Steins Gate. Steins Gate is. I think the best approach I've seen because initially, it, it, well, it's never like you send yourself back. It's they figure out how to send back data. So like they could send a text message back in time. And then they figured out, and but they only had like, you had to like compress data to a point to where it could travel back. And eventually they figure out how to send their memories back, but they never send themselves back. So you just are like, essentially your consciousness goes back in time. Mm-hmm. But the way they did that and the way they explained like the butterfly effect and yada yada was very bulletproof. I think it's the most accurate rendition of time travel I've seen in a cinematic piece. So check out Stein's Gate if you uh, have nothing better to do and you want to watch a good show. Okay. That, real quick. There are two things of time travel, two time travel shows, TV, something or other. Meet the Robinsons. Meet the Robinsons was good. It was good. I liked it. Okay. 11, Didn't explain it, just said it happens. Exactly. Yeah. Eleven twenty two sixty three. If you haven't watched it, I don't suggest watching it, but watch it. <laughs> it's a Hulu original. It's about a guy going back in time trying to stop JFK from being assassinated. Mm-hmm. Really good. He just kind of walks through a door and gets time traveled back and then figures out halfway through the show that it was like the universe telling him to go back in time what? by forcing him to go back in time. And then I don't know how he figures out that he needs to stop JFK from being assassinated, but he just kind of is. It's based off in a book. It's kind of gets weird and inappropriate. And the a little fourth, bit. The, 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 there's like a fourth Reich. Yeah. <laughs> I saved him. Oh, yeah, that does happen. I have not. Oh, I haven't watched it. No. So he saved the spoilers, but he saves JFK. And then they're like, it's like, the, the, he saves JFK, but we lose the Cold War, and so it's like huh. the Russians run everything here because JFK was a hothead. Wild and like sent us to war with Cuba and then with Russia, and then we lost. It's like uh, Black Ops One zombies. Yeah, so it's just a storm, Dick. <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> and then the other one is a horrible movie, absolute trash movie. Yeah, but time travel is spectacular. It is a Christian movie. Okay. Called Time Changers. Time Changers, huh? Okay. Oh, you know it's going to be great. 
that's, that's a title. Honestly, one of the best Christian movies I've ever watched because it's so bad, and okay. I feel like they were just leaning into it being bad. Nice. They were just like, so basically the scientist from the 1800s creates a time machine. Now this is epic. <laughs> creates a, t- a steampunk time machine. Oh my gosh. And sends himself to 2006. Okay. Whack. And he like becomes a teacher in 2006, but he gets fired for like teaching Heresy. creationism no. <laughs> in a public at a public school. Yeah. And like they couldn't, they looked him up on the internet, but it kept saying he like, they like look up his name, doctor, whatever. And he was like disappeared in 19 and 1890, never to be seen again with his, is it the same guy? Lab on fire, and people like start putting together that he's a time traveler. Yeah, and then he starts like, and then he comes becomes a preach like a Billy Graham preacher somehow. Yeah, and then oh, he you know gets, that's great. and then he's like, oh crap, I gotta go back in time to save the past. And he goes, <laughs> and he goes back in time. Does he call Bible Man? I wish that'd be fantastic. <laughs> then he goes back, back in back he in is time. Bible Man in oh. his in his in his steampunk time machine that somehow was exactly where he left it to start with. But like not where he landed, but where his shot his lab was because nobody touched his lab since the eighteen nineties in downtown Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) Opens up a garage door. (laughs) Just how I left it. Basically what happens, and he goes back in time and then he gets this massive Bible and tries sending it to the future. Mm -hmm. But he tries sending it to twenty twenty and then nothing happens. It won't let him send it. And then he tries sending it back to two thousand to two thousand nineteen and nothing happens. And he rolls it back to like two thousand ten and it sends. And then he tries sending something back to twenty twenty. It's like nothing happened. And he like tries to send it back to twenty twenty and nothing happens and he goes he just stands there and it fades to black and then it comes back post credit scenes and he's like writing a letter to send to 2006 saying the Jesus comes back or whatever in 2020. Oh, he's seeing the rapture. The rapture happened and there's nothing left. And he's like, whack. Whack. <laughs> well, no. Two tw- you weren't allowed to come to 220. <laughs> That's yeah, exactly what I was thinking. Because I watched it in 2020 for like the third time Yeah. on the Christian TV station. Yeah. And it's like, I come back, I watch it. I'm like, well, it's probably because they didn't want him to, see- it's probably because Jesus didn't want him to give the world COVID. Could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine a time traveler coming to 2020, getting COVID, and then giving COVID to like a 1700, 1700s world? It, that's literally what happened. You see, um, the conquistadors <laughs> came down, and it was on their blankets. That was COVID. <laughs> that was COVID. It was COVID. Well, they shouldn't have that's had all the all natives the- popping into their blanket, huh? Trump and Biden <laughs> created a time machine program. <laughs> Trump started it, and Biden finished it. And they sent back COVID to the Indians. <laughs> And they died. And it was cheaper. It than, was the Black Plague. It was cheaper than the Indian War. The conquistadors <laughs> on blankets. We're time travelers. Went to the Americas and it caused the Black Plague <laughs> in Europe. You third. Hey, you know, they, they, did, they had to go and make sure every 20th century, every yeah. 20th of the century had, had something go wrong in it. Had they had to. It's the, oh, what sorry. happened in 1720? You know what happened in 1820? Let me give me a second. What disease? So, you know, Dwight Schrute was right. The world just needs another good plague. So, fun fact the Spanish flu basically caused the Great Depression, if you really look at it. Cholera? Cholera outbreak? The the chlamydia? No, no, the cholera. Cholera. What's about an outbreak in 1720? 17, uh, the Dwight Schrute outbreak. One second. Uh, there was a 1720 plague. Oh, no, it was just the plague. The Great Plague of Marysville. It was just the plague. 
It was a bubonic plague. 1720. Black plague? Holy heck. Spanish flu in uh, hey, 1920. Nice, nice thing. Not going to be alive for the next one. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> You're being kept alive, bud. Oh, gosh. So, guys. God, exactly. <laughs> Jesus, help me. <laughs> uh, we're keeping you around. <laughs> Father, forgive me for I have sinned. Yes. Anyway, guys. Well, so we've talked about TV shows. We've talked about movies. We've talked about time travel. We've talked about the plague. Cohesidors yeah. killing all the natives. Time travel. And we've also talked about wrapping up this podcast. That we did, CJ. That we did. We're still on first base here, boys. Single up the middle. Bingo. If you ever want to get to you know second or third, let me know. I can help you out. We'll hook you up with a fast pitcher. Woo! Well, we will see you <laughs> fellas next week. Uh, yeah. Thanks yeah. for joining us on this. Well, I won't see you. I'm colorblind, so you know, I just don't morning. see people. Anyway, so you can listen to us <laughs> on wherever you're listening to us right now, I guess. Yep. They can, if you want to check us out on other spots. YouTube, wherever. We got you with Anchor. Corbin yeah, will just add it in post. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, 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 well, you'll need us on YouTube, Patreon, Corbin, something. <laughs> what? <laughs> Google. O- only friends. Got to bring that back. <laughs> only friends. Only friends. Okay. So I was thinking about it. Yeah. What if we had an OnlyFans, but it was like a, it was like how it was supposed to be used, and we like sold premium content. That is not what it was supposed <laughs> to. We all know, everybody knows, it turned into exactly what it was meant to turn into. Yeah. They saw a market and they went on it. Yeah. Well, Patreon. Anyway, I, I uh, mean, I will put on some uh, like us on the social media. <laughs> like us on the social medias. Do what you do with the stuff. Yeah. And uh, we will see you all next time. You know what? We probably have enough episodes by now. Tell your friends. Invite them to join this journey of ours on the quest cast. The quest. Yeah, where will we go next? The you tented- don't know. We the- don't even know. Yep. Nobody it's knows. You're tentatively known as Quest Cast. Whoosh. <laughs>